Like Adidas, but Nike just do it. Down four in the fourth, we go for the win. Michael, two seconds, we taking it in. Buck Mike and Combs, you know what's going on. Man, now we're out the dark. No LA, we the big spark. No fourth and inches, won't cut short. Got the best talking, it's all sports. Buzzing more than buzz beaters. We coming live all through your speakers. Go. And what is up, Man Hour Nation? Michael Buckhasher here with the Man Hour. Be sure to order manhourradio.com and check out the merchandise page. We got fresh new merch over there, guys. Check it out. It's a great, great time over there at manhourradio.com. Of course, we got the blog section popping over there. We hired three new bloggers over there, guys, so be sure to check it out as we will be giving you guys tons and tons of content over there uh, seven days a week, 365 days a year. A lot of things happen over here at Man Hour, guys, so... Basically, sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. So, guys, if you are new here, consider subscribing here to the YouTube to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash man hours, where you can get all the all the action. We upload the clips every man. What's going on? What's going on? Basically, guys, we upload clips every three hours, seven days a week, uh, three hundred and sixty-five days a year over there at. YouTube.com forward slash man hour. Also, if you guys are watching us here on Belly Up TV or Apple TV or Roku TV, guys, be sure to share this with a couple friends. Sharing is caring here at Belly Up Source. And uh, guys, let us know that you guys are having a great time and you guys are glad to be a part of Man Hour Nation. So give me a hashtag Man Hour Nation and like in the chat. It would be most inclined tonight. So we do see some people popping up in the chat already, guys. What's up? What's up to my man, Luke G? Uh, we see Alpha Rob popping up in there. We see a new guy in there, Trent. Trent hasn't been in a while. What's what's going on, Trent? Glad to see you, man. Over there on Twitter machine. Trent, come over to uh, to uh, YouTube, man. That's where all the fun is. You know how it is, Trent. So, Trent, big shout-out to you. Trent is a member, guys, so be sure to, uh, if you guys are curious of... Uh, how you could support the man hour besides hitting that like button. You could become a member as little as 99 cents. So you you get um, access to some behind the scenes footage. You get extra extra content. You get things that are what is actually happening here on man, man hour. So and then if you guys become a five minute member or higher, you get a t-shirt after six months of being a member. 99, you, you get a hoodie. A hoodie for life. Every year you are part of man hour nation. As the radio, as the alarm starts going off to get prepared for the show. I'm starting the show early tonight because uh, we got some things happening and I got to skagaddle out of town and be able to work on time, basically. Uh, so, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We are going to talk a lot of NFL because week two NFL free agency is officially, well, I mean, it's been underway, but we are officially in the heat of week two of the NFL free agency season here and Baker Mayfield still doesn't have a home well he has a home he has a contract with the Cleveland Browns but uh obviously they just got Deshaun Watson so we'll be talking about that later in the show we're going to talk a little bit of NFL power rankings way too early power rankings but we'll talk about that we are going to talk some more of Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts a big I mean really not a blockbuster trade but the Colts are still trying to find their guy somehow some way and uh pro 
pro days are start are starting to happen around the NFL as or like around the college's campuses as well. And potential number one overall pick Malik Willis uh, had his pro day and he looked good. I uh, mean, if, if if you don't look good during a during a pro day, basically something's wrong at the at the end of the day. But let's start it here in LA and the Super Bowl champions themselves. As the man Carson pops in, like he says, the Broncos the Broncos could have. The Broncos could have got him for a better deal than they got Wilson. I'd, I'd take him over Wilson. So, Carson, I actually agree with that 100%. So, uh, was it last night or or last week? I mean, we have basically less ju- – sorry, guys. Let's, let's, let's basically jump into the Denver Broncos here real, 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 real quick here just to address uh, Carson's comment. So, basically – we have been saying that the Denver Broncos are a quarterback away. They are a plug-and-play system. They have the defense inset that was with Von Miller. Now Von Miller is in the uh, in, in in Bills land, but they have the defense inset. They have the running game inset. They have the receivers in like like inset. They 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 are basically a quarterback away. And the the Denver Broncos gave away the farm to get Russell Wilson. They gave away Noah Fant. They gave away a. Uh, what like three or four picks, and then a defensive tackle, and Drew Luck is Drew Luck as well. So to say that you would have got a better deal with Baker now, yes. Back then, probably not. So when the Russell Wilson deal happened, the Cleveland Browns still did not have Deshaun Watson. So within you know, obviously free agency kicked off, and and Deshaun Watson ended up in Cleveland. Now. If you if you would have waited, you probably would have got Desh- Deshaun Watson for you know, or sorry, um, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield for a pretty good price. We're talking maybe a second round pick or maybe a third round pick or something to 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 that effect. Uh, but back then, probably would have warranted a first first round pick. To be totally honest, if not two, just just because then Cleveland would have had Drew Locke as their quarterback more than likely. So. On the surface here, yes, that trade does look bad. But looking back then, I thought that the Seattle Seahawks were playing chess when everybody else was playing checkers here. Just because the Seattle Seahawks got a slew, a slew of picks. They got Drew Law, They got Noah Fant. Uh, and I thought they were making a play, a ploy to get Deshaun Watson in the end. Uh, because, because, you know, you're getting all those first-round picks and a second-round pick. And then you got some players and some key assets and... Offered that to Houston, but obviously that did not happen. So now, if you look at Baker Mayfield himself, there are basically week two of free agency. The um, quarterback positions are starting to dwindle up a, like a little, a little bit here. Uh, just some notable quarterbacks that are some to, some some teams that are possibly still looking for some quarterbacks. Seattle Seahawks come to come to mind, even though they do have Drew Locke. Uh, they 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 come to mind. The Detroit Lions have have been linked to uh, um, Baker Mayfield as well. I'm not for sure if you want to go get a quarterback like Baker Mayfield when you have Jared Goff, uh, but only time will tell because you gave up your first-round pick, and your franchise quarterback for Jared Goff. I'm not sure if you want to bring in a player like Baker Mayfield uh, to move on from Jared Goff. Like, do you move on from Jared Goff if you bring Baker Mayfield in? Or do you let Baker and Jared Goff battle for the starting job and then you trade who whoever 
in the offseason or uh, before the trade deadline. That's an interesting question. I would like to bring up to bring up that up to my man, Luke G. We'll have him on tomorrow. Uh, so let me write that down. If the Detroit Lions bring in Baker Mayfield, for one, do they keep Jared Goff? Or two, do they let them battle it out? That 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 would be very very intriguing. So teams out there that could possibly want Baker Mayfield. Oof. Right now, the Houston Texans are pretty much the only team that could possibly use um, a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, right? Because if you let's scroll up to the Houston uh, uh, Texans. Uh, uh, Free agency tracker here. They signed a quarterback by by the name of Jeff Driscoll. Uh, he signed for a one year con contract. He was their third string quarterback last year. They still have Davis Mills. So Baker Mayfield could could fit good in Houston. Um, other than that, I, I, the the pull for Baker Mayfield is getting smaller and smaller by the day. Let's just be flat on it. On it. On honest about it, he he might end up as a backup in Cleveland because I believe he has one year left on his deal. They they did pick up his fifth year option, if I'm not mistaken, on that. And we don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to be able to play a full season. So let's ponder this thought here a little bit. If Deshaun Watson does get, I don't know, let's say a four-game suspension, you would think that would start to trickle down the um, trickle down the ways here pretty soon here, probably right after the uh, like the like the draft maybe uh, to see you know if he has content uh, con- content detrimental to the league or however they like to word to word that crap. But let's say Deshaun Watson does get a four-game, six-game suspension, and the Cleveland Browns know about this. Do you hang on to your quarterback in Baker Mayfield to get you through those six games and let Deshaun Watson get his feet 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 wet? Because let's what he hasn't played for a year, a full a full NFL season. He hasn't played, so he's going to have a lot of rust on him. So maybe it takes him a while to you know, knock off the rust. And we see what the Miami Dolphins did with um, Fitzpatrick and Tua two years ago. You know, say, hey, this is the date we're going to throw in Tua in there. But Ryan Fitz, Fitz, Fitzpatrick, you're going to come in in the fourth quarter and save us because Tua is not going to be very, very good. Do you do that for Baker Mayfield? Do you keep him around? Because I, I don't know who the Browns backup quarterback is right now off the top of my head. But if you think about it, if Deshaun Watson does get suspended for four to six six games, the AFC is going to be so competitive this year that it, let's say you go five hundred there, that probably puts you behind the behind the eight ball one hundred percent. So you are probably having to looking to go four and two to even keep pace with the rest of the of the AFC. So keeping Baker, if Deshaun is on a four to six game suspension, is not a bad idea but not a very, very good idea. As as Carson does say, that that is a bad idea. Let Maker, let Baker do great things and, and improve his trade price. Uh, yeah, you are absolutely right. So if they do keep Baker for those four to six, six games and he balls out. So let's, let's play this scenario out. 
let's say Deshaun Watson is suspended for the six games, and Baker Mayfield goes five and one and five and one in in that stretch. He's thrown for. 260 yards a game, two to three touchdowns, one interception on, like, on, 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 on average. The Browns are looking good. The Browns looking like a Super Bowl contending team. Can you realistically then sit Baker Mayfield? I mean, on hindsight, no, you cannot sit Baker after that kind of performance, but how do you let $230 million sit on the bench? Like it is a double edged sword, sword, sword there. Just because, like what what Carson said there is, Baker Mayfield would would be improving his improving his trade stock there, right? Uh, he would be warranting a first a first first round pick or a couple picks and some players and like all that crap, right? Do you really want that controversy in Cleveland after you just spent two hundred thirty million dollars on a quarterback? And then have Baker in there still? No, that that is a Carson. You are exactly right. That is a horrible, horrible idea to even consider. To be flat out honest, and wow, just to just to wrap your head around that, it just. Ugh. So Baker Mayfield's pool is drying up, guys. Let me know where you guys possibly think Baker Mayfield could end up. I thought he was going to go to uh, to uh, Indy. I thought that. That that was a very good, uh, a very good possibility, um, but obviously the Colts did pick up Matt Ryan in a in a trade. So let's go ahead and dive in and talk about that a little bit. We were going to talk about it last night, but time got away from us a little bit. But Matt Ryan is officially the new face of the Indianapolis Colts, and quite frankly, they Matt Matt Ryan becomes the the next kind of bust in. Indianapolis to it just just because the Indianapolis Colts have not been able to get things right since Andrew Luck has left. They've gone through what I believe seven different week week seven different week one starting quarterbacks since since Peyton Manning left and Andrew Luck was only two of those star 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 starters. But let's flashback the last three seasons here. They they signed Philip Rivers. Did not do too well. Ended up in retirement. They got Carson Wentz. They, you know, they 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 kind of bet the farm on him. That didn't work too too well. They shipped him off to Washington, and now they get Matt Ryan. Uh, so basically, Chris Ballard is the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, and he's he's basically trying anything possible to get the Colts just to the playoffs. Like at this point, I mean. The Colts, the Colts, and the playoffs are kind of like the plague. Like they don't want to go there for whatever reason. But maybe, maybe Matt, maybe Matt Ryan is it. But I don't think so. Matt Ryan was the MVP in 2016. They did go to the Super Bowl. They did lose that Super Bowl to the Patriots. They got killed. Well, but they were up 28 to three. Everybody knows that 28 three, and they 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 ended up losing right. But ever since since then, Matt Ryan has been a shell of himself. He has been declining quickly. As as we talk about Tom Brady finding the cliff, Matt Ryan has found the cliff and he is hanging by a toe a toe 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 now. But reading reading blogs and reading people from like around the league and listening to to two other shows, Atlanta shows especially. My man Trent does a Atlanta Falcon show. And he's and he says when Matt Ryan does have time in the pocket, 
He can do good things. He can really push the ball down the field. And what does the Indianapolis Colts have great? They have a great offensive line. They arguably have the best offensive line in all of NFL. Let's call a spade a spade. They have linemen to give to five other teams, and they still have the best the best starting five in all of all of NFL. Uh, so is this a big, big reach? I think so. Is Matt Ryan going to lead the Colts to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. I I don't believe that. The AFC is way too loaded. Hell, they may, they may not even win the um, AFC South with Tennessee and you know Jacksonville coming up. And hell, who who knows what Houston is going to be? So, on the flip side of like of that thing, the Atlanta Falcons do get rid of their franchise quarterback. They get rid of the man, the myth, the legend himself, Matt Ryan, to sign Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota was a starting at quarterback in Tennessee for a couple years. Went to um, Vegas, obviously. Well, it was Oakland and then L.A., then now Vegas. Three different cities in three different years. That's that's pretty cool, right? But they gave him a two-year, $18 million deal. But it kind of seems like the Atlanta Falcons are just simply blowing things up. They try to get to Sean Watson. Uh, they failed at that. Deshaun Watson's like, we sat here on the man hour and like Colm was like, oh, Deshaun Watson to to, to the Falcons makes them Super Bowl contenders. Why? Why? They don't have Calvin Ridley. They have the defensive suspect at best. They don't have a running game. Like at the time, they didn't have Cordell Patterson. The only offensive threat that they had was, was, was Kyle Pitts. So, Deshaun Watson to to Atlanta made zero sense whatsoever. So Atlanta is actually pretty grateful that that did blow up in their face. But but now they are blowing up the whole team like it like it kind of seems like as like like as well as they do move on from Matt Ryan. On the flip side of the like like of that, they did get Cordell Patterson back. He signed a two two year deal. I I I do believe. AJ Terrell is back at the cornerback. He is a stud of a cornerback. Uh, we were talking about Amari Cooper last night, and who could really lock him down? AJ Terrell is one of those guys. Grandy Jarrett is like is back, and they also signed a new corner of Casey Hayward. But they still have forty five million dollars of dead cap space hit after trading uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, so, what is really going on? In in Atlanta, they're third tanking. Let's just be honest. I mean, when 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 you when you, when you trade Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley is out for the entire season because of the gambling thing. You pick up Marcus Mariota. Yes, you do have Cordell Patterson and, and and Kyle Pitts. They are playing for a first overall pick at this point. They are playing for a quarterback of the future for twenty twenty four draft. That's just the way it is. Atlanta Falcons fans are going to be. Uh, it's going to be so upsetting to be like an Atlanta fan. You guys make it to the Super Bowl. You're up 28, 28 to three. And then the next thing, you know, you haven't won a game since. Wow. But let's, let's talk about this. Uh, let's make this complete circle here. Matt Ryan to the Indian uh, to, to, to the Indianapolis Colts would have never happened if it wasn't for the Washington Commanders. 
Why? Why do you ask? Why do you ask that question? Because the Washington Commanders picked up Carson Wentz and they gave the Indianapolis Colts a couple pieces to that puzzle to complete that Matt Ryan trade. One of it being the second the second round pick that they got from Washington that the Commanders gave to the Colts and then the Colts ultimately gave to the Falcons to get Matt Ryan. So if this does pan out in Indianapolis and Matt and and Matt Ryan does lead the Colts to the promised land, you guys got to thank the Washington Commanders for this 100 per per percent. But the Washington or sorry, the 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 Indianapolis Colts still need to remain very very aggressive in this week 2 NFL free agency. There are there are still some big names out there. Uh, the, the Colts do have a receiver core of Michael Pittman Jr. That's about it. T, T, I got. I think T. Y. Hilton has retired officially. I'm not for sure. I, I, I should probably look that up. But there are still some people out there that could help the Colts. Will Fuller comes to mind. Will Fuller the fifth comes to mind. I believe he's suspended for the first five weeks of the season for steroid use. But you know. The Colts were fine for the first five weeks last year without um, basically their whole offensive line, and somehow they snuck in. They tried to reach into the playoffs. Julio Jones is still out there, and Darius Leonard. I hear per Twitter, Darius Leonard is recruiting Julio like 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 Julio Jones. So is 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 that going to be a thing? Is Julio Jones and Matt Ryan going to be a thing again in? Indy? Wow. Wouldn't that be something? Two former faces of a franchise in Atlanta. Over the hill, whatever you want to call it. Julio goes to the Titans, gets cut. Matt Ryan gets traded from the Falcons. They both end up in in, in like Indy. Let's say they make it to the Super Bowl. Are we predicting a, another 28-3 to, eight, eight, 28 to three loss? Let's say to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some something? Matt Ryan and Julio Jones go to Indy. Indianapolis Colts turn it around somehow, some some way, make it to the playoffs, make it to the Super Bowl, and they play Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers up twenty eight to three, and they end up losing thirty five to twenty eight. <laughs> that would be absolutely crazy to me, one hundred percent. So I don't know, guys. So. We are live, raw, and uncut, guys, every Monday through Friday right here on YouTube.com forward slash man hour. 8 p.m. East Coast time is when you can normally find myself and Combs right here on the old uh, YouTubes. Uh, Combs is MIA tonight. He got caught up at work. But if you guys are interested in a morning show, we do do a morning show. I do a morning show solo. I am a little bit more prepared for the for the morning show, and I have a great time. I call Combs on the phone. I, I call my man Luke G on the phone, and we have other callers calling to the show. It is an open phone line show, so it is a great time over there at youtube.com forward slash man. The morning show does go uh, every Tuesday through Friday. We start about 6 a.m. and go to 8 a.m. East Coast time. Uh, so when I say about 6 a.m., it depends on traffic as like when I can get when I can get home and whatnot. So um, obviously I'm working nights right now. It sucks, but it is what it is. So pro days are happening, guys. 
NFL Pro Days are happening. Do we care about Pro Days? <sighs> Do we care about Pro Days? As I sit and ponder my thoughts, do we care about NFL Pro Days? No. I could give two shits left about NFL Pro Days. I'm going to be flat out honest about that. When you are given the answers to the test, you have three months to complete those answers for the test to do it for one day. And if you fail, fail that, you have failed as a basically a player. These NFL Pro Days are... Basically, the combine minus all the hype. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. I mean, 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 there's, mean, there's still hype around pro days, but these quarterbacks and receivers and running backs are running routes on their own field that they're accustomed to for the last four, five, six, four, five, six, six, six years, right? They're in shorts and a T-shirt. They have a script of 50 throws that they're going to do. So if you mess this up, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know what know, know, know what to tell you. I'm I'm gonna be flat honest. If you mess up a NFL pro day at your own stadium, when you write the plays, when you write the routes, when you do this, this, and this, and you mess it up, come on, man. I the NFL Pro Day is a complete waste of time. The only thing it is good it is good for, it is not good for the route running, it's not good for the passes, it is not good for the NFL network to get on there and make some money and make your school some money and get all the hype right. The only thing it is really good for, it is for the NFL, or sorry, the team owners, the general managers, and coaching to actually sit down and interact with the person on a personal level. Yes, they can do that at the combine, but let's just be honest. Like at the combine, it is it is it is very very structured, right? You're wearing a suit and a tie or whatever, right? You're in a little room and you have like an hour and you gotta take that five hundred question test and all that crap. Here it is like you're with your dad at a bar drinking a beer, shooting the shit. That's the only thing it is good for, is is to really see the true personality of your quarterback or receiver. Basically, I feel like the pro days are geared toward quarterbacks anyways because receivers, if you know how to run routes, you know how to run run routes. But let's talk about Malik Willis here. He he did have his pro day on Tuesday, the, the 22nd here. And uh, he will probably be the number one over, 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 overall pick in this very weak quarterback class. But when you acknowledge that you missed some when you missed a couple of throws in your NFL combine or in your NFL pro day you probably should just swallow your tongue there yes I I would like you to be honest and with me and have a great interview but Malik Willis acknowledged that he missed a few missed a few throws and that his ball placement wasn't perfect every time. But all in all, Malik Willis was he was in, he was impressive, right? He he had arm he had arm arm strength. He he showed his ability to to throw deep passes on the run. He 
play, he put the ball where it needed to be about 90% of the time. But that's kind of what we expect when you're at a pro day, right? You are expected to do 100%. <laughs> so this, this quarterback draft is so weak that Malik Willis could have had a horrible pro day and he still would have probably been the first quarterback off of the board. Will he be the number one overall pick? Absolutely not. Uh, because he is just not that good at the end of the day. Malik Willis last year would be the number seven quarterback off, off of the board, six quarterback off of the board. He would have been drafted behind Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Trask. Malik Willis just isn't that good. So for everybody to say that, He's the next coming of Lamar Jackson. Great. You 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 can become the next coming of Lamar Jackson. Guess what? Lamar Jackson is trash. Lamar Jackson was a great college quarterback. Heisman winner led them to uh what what did Louisville win that year? The Fiesta Bowl, maybe, or something. I don't remember. But what has he done for you in the NFL? Yes, he won a MVP by default. Yes, he has won a lot of regular season games, but he has not yet won the big game. He has won one playoff game, and now <laughs> we are even questioning his ability to be the own starter on his team as uh, what's-his-face came in and basically did did what backup quarterbacks are, are supposed to do for those three or four four games that he finished for the rest of the season. I can't remember his like his name. Is, is that bad that I can't even remember the dude's, the dude's name? Anyways. Free, like, like I said, guys, week two of the NFL free agency here is running wild. Uh, Matt Ryan signed to the Colts. There have been no big moves as of yet for uh, for uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. But Odell Beckham Jr. is also on the free agency block. I'll, I'll, obviously, guys, Baker Mayfield, or sorry, Odell Beckham Jr. was traded to L.A., mid-season, help help catapult them to the world championship. But in the process, he tore his ACL again, the same ACL that he tore like 15 months ago. So two ACL tears in 15 months. So what kind of market is there out there for a quarterback like Odell Beckham Jr.? Because he did tear his ACL in Fed February. It does take about nine to, nine, nine to 10 months to heal. So we're looking at probably about... November to December when he could really come back and do some work. Even then, what are you going to get from a wide receiver with two ACL injuries or two two ACL tears in less than two years? But general manager Les Need from the LA Rams says that they definitely want Odell Beckham Jr. back. Why? That's that's my first question is why would you want Odell Beckham Jr. Jr. back? They trade Robert Woods to get Allen Robinson the second, which is a great pickup. Cooper Cuff and Allen Robinson. Wow. That could be a great one-two combination there. And then let's say you do bring back Odell Beckham Jr. He would be the number three receiver on like on that team at best. Why did Odell Beckham Jr. not excel in Cleveland because he wasn't the man. Let's just be flat out honest. He wasn't the man. Landry was the man. Baker Mayfield couldn't get him the ball when like he was open, right? We like we all saw that 10 minute clip of his what his dad allegedly posted on Instagram, right? So when the 
Rams general manager, Les Snead, says that he definitely wants Odell Beckham Jr. back. This is all just fluff. Let's just call it spade a spade. This, this is all fluff. The Rams don't need Odell Beckham Jr. They don't want Odell Beckham Jr., but they are doing the politically correct thing and say, yes, we, we want him back just because he tore his, tore his ACL. There, I said it. We are throwing a dog a bone because we feel bad for, for him. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. If Odell Beckham Jr. were to hit the free agency market right now, clearly no, no teams have, have, have expressed interest to, to him whatsoever. They, they haven't. They, 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 there's been zero outreach for Odell Beckham Jr., he he would be a minimum wage fourth receiver on a team right now that couldn't perform till these till December. Completely stupid for another team to sign Odell Beckham Jr. at this point. Odell Beckham Jr.'s only point to play in the NFL in 2022 season is to stay with the Rams. So whether it be for a three million dollar deal or two million dollar deal or or a like you know, like hey, we know you're not going to play this year, so we'll sign you for 2023 type thing. I don't know, but the Rams are interested in re-signing Odell Beckham Jr. and I, I guess congratulations to them. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about that, but the Rams are better without Odell Beckham Jr. I think because you still have Cooper Cuff, you have Matthew Stafford that took huge steps this last season. And you have Allen Robertson II that is going to <laughs> man on a man on a mission. Fun fun fact here. I play or I work with a guy that played with Allen Robertson II in high school. They, they, they were on the same high school team. So small world, right? Maybe I should talk to Matt and see and see if we can't get Allen Allen Robertson on the show. That that would be fantastic. But speaking of the LA Rams, Aaron Donald. That's right. The Aaron Donald sweepstakes are kind of up in the air. Yes, he is not a free agent, but after the Super Bowl ring, you know, we got the whole ring action happening there. Aaron Donald hinted at retirement. I mean, basically, he he has done everything that he thought he he could do. Won the Super Bowl ring, so why not retire on top? But the LA Rams are chatting with Aaron Donald about basically giving him a new contract. Now that Von Miller is like, is like, like is gone. The Rams are basically trying to keep that aging defense intact. Some somehow some way. Yes. Aaron Donald is the heart and soul of that defense. He was the reason why Von Miller had success in the Super Bowl and as a Ram. He is a reason why other players on that Rams defense has success is Aaron Donald. When you have to double and triple team a guy, Aaron Donald definitely warrants a contract, but we have seen it before where even though a player warrants a contract, does he get it? Are the Rams smart enough to know that maybe, hey, Aaron Donald is aging? I believe Aaron Donald is like 31 years old, right? 
basically over the hill in NFL life. He has already signed two mega deals, I do believe. Defensive player of the year three or four three or four times. He he has definitely been a staple for, for, for the Rams for a very, very long time. But is it time for the Rams to move on from Aaron Donald? Is it time for the Rams to say, you like, you know what? You have a year or two left on your contract. We know what you've what you've done for this franchise. We we know what you meant for this franchise. But at the end of the day, he might he might get the Clea Mac treatment. Like, hey man, we know you got a year left in the tank, but you know, you can get us two first round picks. We don't have a pick till 2028 or whatever it is, right? Aaron Donald would be very, very enticing trade bait for a lot of teams. Kansas City Chiefs would throw the book at him. Man, the Chiefs defense is so bad. Why are the Chiefs so defense so bad? I don't get it. But they they are working on a deal with Aaron Donald and Odell Beckham Jr. So we will see what that happens throughout the times with, with like Rams. The Rams are obviously the defending Super Bowl champs. And they have actually dropped from number one in the NFL power rankings per NFL.com. We will get our man Graham Wallace back on the show here very, very soon to give us some power rankings. And obviously he did a great job last year for us. And we're going to bring him back on 100% if he's willing and illing to do so. But some more free agency sign, 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 signings here because it is free agent signing Tuesday frenzy. The Minnesota Vikings landed outside linebacker Zara Smith. Zaris Smith. <coughs> Give me a second, guys. Man. It's that time of year where the um, my allergies are kicking my ass. I take, like, an allergy pill in the morning, allergy pill at night, some flow and A's, do the sinus wrench thing. I'm terrible. Still, still flat on my ass. <coughs> but it is what it is. We got a couple minutes left here. End the show, and let's talk some little bit of Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings do land outside linebacker Zara Smith with a deal. Three years, $42 million. Uh, Zara Smith was a linebacker for the Green Bay Packers last year. Definitely catapulted that Green Bay Packers defense up a little bit. But this deal could be up to worth $47 million if, if he reaches his incentives um, per sources. So... Last week, Smith backed off from an agreement with the Baltimore Ravens when he declined not to sign a four-year $35 million. His decision ultimately paid off financially when the Vikings came knocking. $14 million per per, per season compared to $8.75 million. Win-win, right? Win-win. Plus, the Minnesota Vikings need some help. (coughs) The Ravens' defense is suspect at best right now. They needed Zadarius Smith. And they lost out on the Vaughn Miller sweepstakes. They lost out on Chandler Jones. They Daniel Hunter is returned from a torn pack. Man, the Ravens are in disorder right now. Wow. So speaking of those NFL power rankings, guys, where are they at here? The NFL.com has released their latest NFL power rankings. Obviously, way too early. It's freaking March, right? Haven't had a draft yet. Haven't had preseason. We don't even know if Russell Wilson is is 
even going to be able to throw the ball. Yes, I know we saw him throw a touchdown pass in his nice shoes, nice new Broncos uniform to Cortland Sutland today. We 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 we, we get it. But NFL.com had released their way too early NFL power rankings up updated version here. So we are going to do the top 10 here. The Tennessee Titans come in at number 10. They are there. They are, they are previously number eight. Did the, the Tennessee Titans try to trade Julio Jones? That did not work. So they cut, they, they cut, they, they cut him. They did. They did acquire uh, Robert books from, 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 from the Rams to compliment AJ Brown and Derrick Henry should, should be healthy going into 2022 season. So the Titans come in at number 10. At number nine, up 14 spots. I simply picked it up. Russell Wilson, the Denver Broncos are now number nine in NFL.com power rankings. What? Yes, I said they're a quarterback away, but Russell Wilson is not the quarterback that they're looking for. Broncos coming at number nine. Wow. Up three spots. The LA Chargers sitting at number eight. They did add Clea Mack. They added J.C. Jackson and Sebastian Joseph Day. But... Justin Herbert, still still, still the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, I like, 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 oh, over there. Chargers coming at number eight. Number seven, the Green Bay Packers dropping two spots from number five after losing Devontae Adams. I'll be curious to see if the Packers stay in, a, in the top ten and the power rankings after this week's free agency uh, signings are, like, done. Number six, the San Francisco 49ers. I, I like that. J- Jimmy G is still hanging on around there somehow, some way. Uh, basically, they say Trey Lance isn't like isn't ready. That's kind of what I got. But Jimmy J- J- Jimmy Garoppolo is the only starting quarterback in the NFL besides Tom Brady to have multiple Super Bowl rings. Fun fact: up fourteen spots since Tom Brady has unretired from the NFL. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No surprising there. Obviously, they have signed Chris Godwin to a, an extension. I believe it was three years, what twenty million dollars. I like I like I believe it was. Ryan Jensen is back. Leonard Fournette is back. Jack Mason. All the good, good stuff. Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. No, no surprise there. Number three, Kansas City Chiefs. They dropped one, one, one spot. Um, they picked up Justin Reed. Ty, Ty, and Matthew is probably going to leave Kansas City. I believe he's in talk with the um, Dallas Cowboys. Juju Smoother has signed with them as well. Coming at number two, you have the L.A. Rams. That's kind of intriguing. The number one, you have the Buffalo Bills, giving Von Miller the huge, huge, huge contract. They got O.J. Howard. The Bills have been very, very active in free agency. Let me let me scroll up and look at the Buffalo Bills free agency trade tracker here. They have signed Matt Barkley. They signed Case Keenum. They changed Jamison Crowder from from the Jets. That was a huge, huge signing for 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 them after cutting Cole Beasley. Uh, Duke Johnson side, Jake Camus uh, signed as well. Isaiah McKenzie is back. OG Howard, and then they added offensive of, uh, offensive line death with Roger Rob, Roger Stafford, Mitch Morris. Uh, obviously, they got Von Miller. They signed Jordan Phillips to a one year deal. Uh, Sierra Neal re-signed him with a three year, ten million dollar dollar deal. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are very very active here in the off season here. So one pride forty. What's up? What's up, my man? Uh, he 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 says, "What do you think of Clark going to the Lions?" I think that is a great pickup for the Detroit Lions. 
it's even better for the Kansas City Chiefs to move on from Frank Clark, to be flat out honest, because he, if I remember correctly, doesn't Frank Clark have like four weapon charges against him in LA? Like he, he would just, he would just, I don't know. He, he was good in spurts with the Kansas City Chiefs. He, he was very, very good in spurts. There, there was like a three or four game span last year uh, when he took that defense by storm. Like, man, this is why we're paying him like $90 million or whatever, whatever it was like, like it was. Oh, DJ Clark, the receiver. I thought you guys got Frank Clark. I was like, damn. I, I, I don't I don't know any, anything about DJ Clark, to be honest. With you, man. Let, let, let me Google him. DJ Clark. From the Packers? From the Packers? He played with the Packers? I, I, I don't know any, any anything about DJ Clark. Hutch to the Jaguars. Really? Did, did I miss that on my free agent tracker? Let me let, let me go back there. Let me go back to my free agent tracker here. I mean, the Jaguars have been fairly active on the uh, free agent side of, side of things. They're letting their defense go, which is kind of mind-boggling to me because I thought their defense was pretty was 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 uh, pretty set with like Miles Jacks. Uh, Miles Jacks. Who did who did he uh, sign with? I can't remember who's who. What didn't he sign with the Jets or so or some or something like that? Just like that. Uh, so. Hutch signing for the Jacksonville Jaguars is not on my free agency tracker yet. So did this just add him? Dude, you are killing me with this. Adrian Hutchinson, the draft process. No, the Adrian Hutchinson's going to the freaking Lions. Everybody knows that. Sheesh, one pie 40. You are like tearing up my heart here right now. Like I'm thinking Anthony Hitchens. I'm thinking Frank Clark. Man, you are killing me. Adrian Hutchinson is going to the Detroit Lions. Adrian Hutchinson played with 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 the guy that I work with in high school as well. That was pretty cool, right? He they, they were on the same team they played against each, against each against each other. What's up, Alpha Rob? We're wrapping up the show here, man, tonight. I started a little early. Sorry about that. It's kind of kind of late notice, Alpha Rob. My 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 bad, dude. <coughs> but I was looking at your Buffalo Bills signing here. And uh, Jamison Crowder might be one of the sneakiest good free agency signings so far. Crowder was 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 with the Jets, and was was he the Jets' number one receiver? If I remember right, he was their man, and then the Jets just let him go, and then he signed a one-year, four million dollar deal with the Buffalo Bills. He's better than Cole Beasley. He would be a perfect uh, compliment to um, Stefan Diggs. Wow. I mean, you know, I, I, I we were talking last night, and I was kind of passively joking that the Buffalo Bills aren't, like, aren't even the best team in it like in the East. But after this Jamison Crowder signing and looking at the, what they've done on the defense side of the ball, too, with Shaq Larson and Dequan Jones... Wow. Look out for the Buffalo Bills. Look out for the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say it. One, one Pride 40 says, I hate what the Jags are doing in free agency. Yeah, they're they're being stupid. Where did Miles Jacks sign? Because Miles Jacks was the heart and soul of that Jaguars 
defense, and they just and they just flat out really, really, really released him, which was stupid, stupid. I believe Miles Jackson he had gone to the Jets, didn't he? I, th- I thought it was the Jets, or so. it, it was somewhere up there. I can't remember. <laughs> Alpha Rob says, "Don't don't don't forget that OJ Howard." Yeah, OJ Howard was a was a good pickup as well. I don't know why the Buffalo Bills were trying to go after Gronk though. Because, yes, I do know Gronk is a top tight end in the league, right? But at the same time, he's 33 years old, 34 years, year, year, years, year, year, years old. Won't give you a full 17-game season. And he has flat out said that he will never play without Tom Brady. So, to even be considered... um. Signing a player like Gronk is kind of dumb. OJ Howard is a great pick because the he was the number one tight end in Tampa Bay before Gronk came in, and then he kind of slid into that number two role. Very, very underrated tight end. Um, yeah, and Alvaro says I don't, I didn't get the Gronk thing as well. As, yeah, I mean, un, unfortunately, some things look good on. There are times when things sound good coming out of your coming out of your mouth, right? Oh, Rob Gronkowski to the Buffalo Bills, just because the average person here, when you think of Rob Gronkowski, you are thinking the 2016, 2014 Rob Gronkowski. You are thinking the prime Rob Gronkowski, right? In new in New England, Tom Brady getting him the ball, being a brick shit house. Well, unfortunately, when you're 32, 33 years old and you've taken a beating like Gronk did, he's already retired from the NFL once because of injuries. He missed six games last year because of injury. That would have been stupid for the Buffalo Bills to even consider signing him for any worth of money whatsoever. O.J. Howard was a definite steal for him. I don't have how much money they signed him him for, but considering it is a one-year deal, it's probably seven, eight million dollars. So... Very, very good steal on that. But, guys, I got to wrap up the show tonight. I got to get to work early. We are having server upgrades tonight. Really excited about that. Yeah, right? I get to nerd out and type some code all night. I'm pretty – actually, I, I I am pretty excited about it. I'm not even going to go until to lie, guys. I love me some coding. But, guys, that is it for the, for the man hour. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Actually, yeah, tomorrow, 8 p.m. East Coast time. Have a good night.